Hi, and welcome to this week's Dating Funnies. Hope everyone's doing well. We're still, of course, dealing with the coronavirus challenges. But boy, have I got a story for you this week. Are you ready? Well, here it is. Yep, nothing. Crickets. Can't blame anybody because I, too, am a little fearful about going out and meeting people presently. Uh, I've noticed that on all the dating sites that I'm back on reluctantly, even to even get someone to interact with you a little bit on the dating sites, it's like a ghost town. They don't even want to interact and have a few conversations and maybe have some type of online communication until that window opens up and we're able to feel confident and comfortable enough to go meet someone in public, even if it's six feet away. <laughs> and I don't know, you can't go to a coffee shop. Uh, you can't go to a restaurant. Uh, here in our state, they've even locked down the hiking trails, the city parks, and the schools. In fact, I read on one of my social media platforms, there's a couple of popular hiking places out east of us. And because people were going on these hikes, they weren't honoring social distance, physical distance, and there's hundreds and hundreds of people all packed in on these trails. They close them down, and now if they find a car there, they're instructed to tow the car away. So I'm not really sure where one would go. I would suspect if we could, maybe we can meet somebody online, chit-chat, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's uh, through the dating apps, and we can maybe have a Zoom cast that might be the easiest and safest way because then you just send somebody a link to your zoom cast and you're not exchanging phone numbers or any private information i'm using a lot of zoom cast for my business meetings i spent an hour on a zoom cast this morning with my grandkids so that we can be connected i see them on a zoom cast once a week the uh, so that might be a way or if you have skype or i don't have an iphone but if you have a iPhone, you could FaceTime someone, but maybe you don't want to give up personal information too soon. But I'm curious to know what each and every one of you are doing. If you're a new listener, I certainly encourage you to maybe go through and listen to some of my previous podcasts or some of my dating stories and escapades. I don't have a whole lot for me presently. I could try to dig back into my memory from years ago and see what I could come up with. The only thing I could share with you that I thought was kind of interesting, I have a friend of mine who lives in a different state. I'm not going to give him up and let people know exactly what state he's in. But, you know, he's had his challenges with partners over the years, with a couple ex-wives when they're married, and then challenges with a, with a living girlfriend to where he just flat out just decided to just become single. And he's fortunate enough, he lives in a small town now where people actually meet face to face, and that's how he's able to meet a lot of different people. And he's also had friends introduce him to, to women. And so he's able to interact with them there. And of course, where he's at now, their town's pretty much shuttered down too. As he said to me, or asked me, have I ever been to Disneyland, paid to go there, and come to find out all of the rides, all of the stores, all the things you plan on doing at Disneyland were all closed. Well, that's kind of how my city is, my town. That's how his town is. Everything's closed. But he's been fortunate enough over the last couple of years to meet people. But my biggest chuckle was that he was seeing one lady from my hometown and she had her challenges. And so when he'd fly back here, he would see her and then on occasion she would fly to him. But they never really cemented the relationship because she was also dating somebody here in my locale. 
And then so he went down to uh, Cancun on a vacation, ended up meeting somebody there. Come to find out they lived in North Carolina. And so that really wasn't going to work too well, although he stayed in communication with her. They had a lot in common. He really liked her. But her her thoughts were that eventually he would leave where he's at and move to, to, to the Carolinas. And he was going to have no part of that. His family's here on the West Coast. And, He's an outdoors type guy, so he likes where he's living now. But they agreed to meet up at some festival in Chicago last summer. She would fly in from her hometown. He'd fly in from his. They'd meet up and go to this jazz festival or whatever it was for three whole days. But during that time frame, uh, after he left her down in Cancun, he decided to go visit a brother of his that lives down in the L.A. area. And so as he's flying into L.A., he met somebody else on the airplane. And then he ended up staying with that person the uh, the whole time he's in L.A. and hanging out a little bit with his brother. So he developed a relationship with this lady too, And but she lived down in L.A. He lived in a different state, but they stayed in touch and she'd come up and visit him at his his city uh, on occasion. And so he's, you know, chatting with the lady here in Seattle, chatting with the lady in the Carolinas, chatting with the lady down in LA, his ex-girlfriends, trying to get him to come back. So he's got all these moving parts. And I typically would call him like once a week or once every two weeks just to kind of see what's going on with his world and his dating world just so I have something to think about. But he had planned this trip in Chicago with this lady from the Carolinas. And so they went up there to meet. And while they're there on, I guess, the second day there, she went to the little girl's room and he was sitting up front waiting. And all of a sudden, the lady from L.A. happened to be there. And he didn't know that. She didn't know he was going to be there. And she happened to see him there of all the people, thousands of people. She happened to be there and was excited that he was there. But then the lady that he met up with from the Carolinas, of course, she comes out of the restroom and there they all are. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what are the odds of something like that happening? Well, it's a small world, right? It's amazing where people show up at certain times and, oh, my gosh, what the what's going on, right? So kind of an interesting dynamic. I can't juggle that many people at once. I'm not trying to juggle that many people at once. It's hard enough just trying to get past the first coffee date. These days, the first Zoom date, I guess, if, if I try to do one of those. I know I mentioned last week about doing some of these Zoom cast or online speed dating platforms. I've actually been too lazy to jump on one of those and see what they're all about. And I don't know if lazy is the right word. I'm kind of out of sorts. Maybe you guys are out of sorts, too. I'm, I go to the office every day because, one, no one's here. And two, I live alone, so it's boring at home. And I'm in my car by myself. I'm in the office all by myself. There's no one here, so I'm self-quarantined. But I do it so I can stay in routine because it'd be too easy to just sit home and sit on the couch all day. And, you know, you can only vacuum the house so many times. You can only wipe down the counters so many times. I've got landscapers that take care of my yard and flower beds, so I don't have to do that. My house is always neat and clean, so, you know, I could get really lazy really quick. And our and our weather here is hit and miss. When today it's kind of nice. Yesterday it was raining. I mean, it's just 
one of those things. You can't go to any movies. They're all closed. They're not essential businesses. Restaurants are closed. Coffee shops are closed. So I was like, oh my gosh, what do you do? And I saw uh, posting another one on uh, my Facebook page about the Groundhog Day picture. And I thought, yeah, that's exactly what we're, we all seem to be stuck in right at the moment. We keep waking up and we got the same day to do all over again and again. My son and his wife, at least they got two young kids at home, but they're six and four. And that, that's got to be a lot of work trying to keep those two entertained and stay self-quarantined to protect themselves and their family. Because as we're starting to see, this dilemma is reaching out to kids, teenagers, and young adults as well. So I certainly hope each and every one of you are practicing social distance or physical distance. Even if you're in a store, tell people you expect them to respect that social distance because the only way we're going to be able to sequester this bug is we're going to have to just quarantine ourselves for two to three weeks and we'll get ahead of it as opposed to fighting it. And so many people in my area are fighting it. They're going to bars. They're going to hikes, they're hanging out with people at the schools, playing basketball or tennis. I get we're all bored, but boy, if we don't start doing something and really have self-control, this problem could go on for months, and that would be devastating both on a health standpoint and on an economical standpoint. And I'm not sure we can survive in both of those two worlds clashing together if this thing were to last three, four, six months. Most of us cannot sustain that far. So if you have a story or two that you actually met somebody during this downturn, uh, during this quarantine time, maybe your city, you're not in it yet. But I'd certainly recommend to hopefully your leaders will get ahead of it. I'm not going to browbeat any one area, but I, I know when we were dealing in Washington, dealing with it in California, no one else seemed to be really dealing with it. And then even we didn't really deal with it completely, nor do we have it under control right now. But other places, I, I certainly wouldn't turn a blind eye to this because it's, it's a challenge. Don't know how big it's going to be or how small it's going to be, but people are getting sick. So we need to be careful of that. And yet we, the single people here, we're still trying to meet and greet people. Although I'm not, uh, you know, I'm certainly not willing to get, try to get physical with anybody until this whole thing is behind us. But I think we could certainly try to get to know someone, maybe build that uh, emotional and mental connection that we really should be looking for anyway, and not so much a physical one. I think that's the one thing if you haven't watch the show. I know I've talked to you folks about it a couple times. If you haven't seen it, I strongly recommend watch Love is Blind on Netflix. To me, it's a perfect human experiment about how maybe you can find the person you've been looking for all this time without physically seeing them up front. You get to know them on a more personal level, more emotional, mental level that you may find out that they're a better match than then if you first looked at them and said, oh, no, they're not my physical match when everything else can be in place. That's the open mindset I'm seriously trying to work on myself. Although I got this ex-girlfriend who's still hanging out there, not really sure how that's going to go. For her, it seems to be, be more physical and sexual right now and is frustrated that I won't let this 
quarantine thing down so I can be with her, but yet I haven't seen her in two years. And as this plays out, it reminds me how she was the last time we dated two years ago. It's all about physical and sexual attention that she wanted all the time. And that's great. And I'm not professing to be some whiz kid guy, older guy that's got, got it all together on that front. Uh, but, you know, if, if someone drives that much attention and physical attention all the time, it's problematic. At least it is for me. It's great to be wanted. It's great to be desired. We've talked about that in the past. But, oh my gosh, if I have to continually build her up so she, she feels good all the time, well, it's to me, it's just too much work. I mean, she's asked me on a few occasions to send her things to remind her that I'm there, to get into her head. And, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, that all sounds fun initially, but if I have to remind you that I'm there, then maybe I'm not there at all. It's just you're just trying to fill a void in your life right now, and as long as you got my attention, your void's being taken care of until you change your mind or something else comes along better, and then whoosh, you'll be gone again. Because this is what she did to me two years ago. She just up and left and said she had to get her head straight. And then just went down to Bend, Oregon and hadn't seen or heard from her since until all of a sudden, I don't know why, I still had her phone number on my phone. All of a sudden, I saw a text and I thought, what the heck? Why is she texting me? So I don't know where that's going to go. I'm kind of playing to what she would like a little bit. Uh, because I'd like to see where it goes, but at the same time, and I'm cautious because of putting in the time, energy, and effort with someone that's going to fly away again just isn't that appealing. I don't want to. I don't want to spend my time and energy on that. I'd rather spend it on other things. Anyway, I'm just rambling on here because I don't have a whole lot more stories to share. If I think of something from my past in the last five or so years of a past girlfriend or someone I dated for a couple days, I'll certainly uh, share that with you. I'm not trying to be a man whore. I just I meet people. I go out with them once. I go out with them twice. They say or do something. Well, I say or do something, and then we make decisions. Yes, we want to see each other again, or no, we don't. I haven't heard anything more from the 30-year-old that up and disappeared on me after I invited her to to my place after we've been on like three dates. Uh, I haven't heard anything more from the lady from England who abruptly one week wanted to know where we we're going in the relationship, and then a week later, and I didn't even know we we're in a relationship, the way her behavior was. And the next week, I know I'm not I'm not interested in having a intimate relationship with you, but I enjoy our conversation because you make me smile, you make me laugh, you're energetic, but I don't want to I don't want an intimate relationship. Yeah, okay, whatever. To each their own. But I would have thought if she really wanted to be a friend, then I would hear from her. Why not act like a friend? Who knows? I've known many people that were friends at first, then all of a sudden one day they wake up and they decide they like that person. I don't know. I really don't know what the dynamics or the the, uh, the demographics of you, my listeners, but someone mentioned to me that I should probably get on TikTok, which is an app for business. So I downloaded the app just to see what it was, if it was a business opportunity or not. And I just don't see how it's going to work for what I'm doing. Most of the videos on there, they're little short videos if you don't know what that is. And it's TikTok. Some interesting videos on there. Some things of how things get built, how things get done, how things get repaired. A lot of people dancing. And they got a whole a bunch of people showing you how they get rid of their blackheads. It's amazing what's on there. And so I've been spending time watching those videos from time to time just to kind of clear my head of everything else, trying to reshuffle my business. 
and where do we go from here when we're in lockdown and kind of trying to filter through all the negative news that's out there. Share with me your stories. I'm at Dating Funnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. More than happy to share your story, your situation here on my podcast. I, I, I won't use your name unless you want me to. I won't use your location unless you want me to, but it's certainly love to have your feedback. I like your feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. I just, all I ask is to respect the fact that this is my journey and I want to share whatever you want to share. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to profess to be perfect. I don't know the answers to all this. I started this podcast because that'd be kind of fun to at least share some of my stories because if you talk to any single person, they will tell you, oh my gosh, if I got the storage, you're not going to believe what happened to me here, believe what happened over here. So as opposed to telling one or two people, why not share with everybody? Because everyone, in my opinion, has probably had the same type of experience. So why not laugh about it? What else can we do? Can't sit there and lick our wounds forever, right? Well, have a great week. Be safe. Be healthy. Be cautious. But don't be fearful. Easier said than done. With all the news and everything else going on, it's hard not to become fearful. I hope each and every one of you are doing well. And when this turns around, that you uh, get back to a normal life as I hope to get back to a normal life. This is Dating Funnies. Thanks for listening.